Hallelujah. <laughs> yes, amen. We give you praise. Thank you, Lord, for these bodies of ours. They are your bodies. Flesh of your flesh and bone of your bone. Thank you for animating them, for quickening them by your spirit so that we may choose and do the right thing. Hallelujah. So good to be with you all. This uh, online service, this Wednesday, midday meal. Praise God. I thank God for the team who are tirelessly with us and keeping things up to date. Praise God. Hallelujah. Shall we worship this King? Blessed be your holy name. Blessed be your holy name. Praise you, praise you, praise you, praise you. For he is Lord. He is Lord. He has risen from the dead. And he is Lord. Every knee shall bow. Every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is the Lord. You are Lord. You are Lord. You have risen from the dead. And you are Lord. Yes, my knee shall bow. And my tongue confess. That Jesus Christ is the Lord. And my needs shall bow. And they shall confess that Jesus Christ is the Lord. Hallelujah. Blessed be your holy name. Oh, you're worthy, worthy, worthy. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Masharabarabanderiya makasanda. Worship you, worship you, worship you, worship you. Bless the Lord, oh my soul, and all that's within me. Bless his holy name. Masharabarabakariande. He has done great things. He has done great things. He has done great things. Bless his holy name. Hallelujah. Worship you, worship you, worship you, worship you. Praise you, praise you, praise you, praise you. Mashapakata bala bravakanda. Hallelujah, Lord, Rapadi Parakazanda Rabariandiri Boshor Kosto. Worship you, worship you, worship you, worship you. Hamakaparaka Zikere Bokorobo Rabarakanda Rabaya. Glory, 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 Liprozudo Brozugondorobo Rebarabarakasanda. Thank you, Lord, thank you, Lord, thank you, Lord, thank you, Lord, thank you, Lord. 
Hallelujah, Hallelujah, We worship you, we worship you, we worship you, we worship you, we worship you. Gruzi briti krivitu kupukura palakrapazante. Thank you, Lord. 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 Hallelujah, Lord. Rapidi barakusa karabala krasanda rabakarianda. Oh, we give you thanks. We give you thanks. We give you thanks. Nepasha paparakata karianda. Oh, hallelujah. Rabarakanda rabariande ribokusundu. Manda kapasakata kachipadi krasamante. Zobrusto krusopoto frese prete kepele jepele kelbare diandarabakasanda. Worthy, 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 leprosontorobo. Almighty God, Majabarabakasta, our Father, se producoporoko se preste kelebora balabranda. Precious Lord Jesus, nembo zoto prozodo brostefe di beleke perete kelebosho. O rabiri barakazakadakasandaramakariandarabakasitia. Mighty Holy Spirit who lives in us, leprasi mokotokore basikarabakasanta. Hamashanda brakazika tekaripozokotokore polakasitia. We worship you, we worship you, we worship you, we worship you. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise you, praise you, praise you, praise you. It is an honor to do anything in your name, Lord. Oh, we bless you for this day and hour. Masha pakatara basanta. Hallelujah for your mercy. Your word be honored. Your word be glorified. Your word have free course. Your word run swiftly through the planet. Use every means, every medium, Lord. Do a quick work, Abba. Thank you for the name of Jesus. Thank you for giving us that precious place. To stay in the name of Jesus, to decree mercy in the name of Jesus, La Pasha We bless you, we praise you, we worship you, hallelujah. Peace. Be still in Jesus' name. Every lying demonic thing out there, back off. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, that you are building your church and the gates of hell shall not prevail. Till the day we see you face to face. We give you praise. We give you thanks. You called us to be salt and light. In the name of Jesus. Salt of the earth. Light of the world. We bless you. We praise you. We worship you. So the darkness flees seven ways in Jesus name. When gross darkness covers the earth. The glory of the Lord rises up. Rises up. Rises up. Rises up. Hallelujah Lord. The hedge of your glory. Surround this place. Surround this land. In the name of Jesus. We praise you Lord. We thank you Father. Thank you Lord. Thank you Lord. Thank you Lord. Thank you Lord. Thank you for your understanding. Thank you for your revelation. We call yokes destroyed. Burdens removed. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise the Lord Jesus. You just help me with this fan alone. Thank you.
Hallelujah. Glory to God. As we prepare our hearts for the Bible study, we thank God. We receive your mercy, Lord. Hallelujah. Praise your holy name. Praise your holy name. Thank you, Jesus. Let's go into a familiar line of scripture from the book of Psalms, the 23rd Psalm. 23rd Psalm is for us, belongs to us, a present tense reality for the church. Notice how it starts. The Psalm of David, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Hallelujah. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Hallelujah. Praise God. So there is a place today for those who believe that Jesus is Lord. Hallelujah. And that place is you are in the green pastures and under the oversight and care of the Lord who has become your shepherd. Hallelujah. And so it's important to see that it is scriptural to understand the operation of that great lordship and being able to call him our Lord and hence our great shepherd. First Peter 2.25 says, For you were as sheep going astray, but are now returned unto the shepherd and bishop of your souls. Hallelujah. Notice how we were all as sheep going astray, just doing whatever we wanted, but we have returned unto the shepherd and bishop of our souls. Thank God for that, the returning. Maybe we can hear Psalm 23 verse 1 also in Canada. Yes, Sister Kripa is so fast, she's quick on the draw. And then in verse 25 of chapter 2, 1 Peter, notice, we were as sheep going astray, but are now returned unto the shepherd and bishop of your souls. Hallelujah. We'll hear that also. Amen. If you see the margin of your Bible, you will notice there some verses like Isaiah 53, the sixth verse, it says, All we like sheep have gone astray. We have turned everyone to his own way. The Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. You can see that um, it was that iniquity and that sin nature that made us all to be cringing, fearful, trying to eke out a living by our own ability, just scattered here and there, uh, each man to his own and so forth. We were like sheep gone astray. Only God could see that uh, actual view, uh, how we were trying to support and take care of our own lives. We were like sheep gone astray. Everyone his own way. Isn't that interesting? <laughs> Praise God. So that is the condition in which all of us were. And then through the bearing of our sin, the curse and the iniquity, Jesus has now managed 
in his great work of death, burial and resurrection to bring us back under his uh, oversight and uh, being his sheep. Notice that. The Lord is now my shepherd. Hallelujah. We have returned unto the shepherd and bishop of our souls. Hallelujah. You can see that it would take uh, a person consciously accepting that Jesus has borne his sin, taken that nature away for him to become qualified as sheep and Jesus as his shepherd. Praise God. Interesting. Uh, Another line of scripture would also be John, familiar scripture, the 10th chapter. And we'll read from verse 26. My sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. My sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. Hallelujah. And I give unto them eternal life. They shall never perish. Hmm. Praise God. Neither shall any man pluck them out of my hand. My Father which gave them me is greater than all. No man is able to pluck them out of my Father's hand. Verse 30 continues. I and my Father are one. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amazing scriptures here that his sheep hear his voice. Notice that there is an ownership that has come. And 28 says... He gives unto them eternal life, and they never perish. Notice 29 says, My Father which gave them to me. So the Father saw and gave certain ones to Jesus. In his wisdom, in his foreknowledge, he was able to see which of us would call on Jesus. And those ones were given to the Lord Jesus by this greater one. Hallelujah. Put into Jesus' hands, put into the Father's hand. And it is so clearly written, no one, no one at all. Hallelujah. The original does not have man there. It just means nothing and no one may pluck out of the hand of Jesus or out of the Father's hand. Hallelujah. Mm, What wonderful scriptures. Maybe we can hear them also. 27 to 30. ನನ್ನ ಕುರಿಗಳು ನನ್ನ ಸ್ವರಕ್ಕೆ ಕಿವಿಗೊಡುತ್ತವೆ ನಾನು ಅವುಗಳನ್ನು ಬಲ್ಲೆನು ಅವು ನನ್ನನ್ನು ಹಿಂಬಾಲಿಸುತ್ತವೆ ನಾನು ಅವುಗಳಿಗೆ ನಿತ್ಯ ಜೀವವನ್ನು ಕೊಡುತ್ತೇನೆ ಅವು ಎಂದಿಗೂ ನಾಶವಾಗುವುದಿಲ್ಲ ಇಲ್ಲವೇ ಅವುಗಳನ್ನು ಯಾವನೂ ನನ್ನ ಕೈಯೊಳಗಿಂದ ಕಸಕೊಳ್ಳಲಾರನು ಅವುಗಳನ್ನು ನನಗೆ ಕೊಟ್ಟ ನನ್ನ ತಂದೆಯು ಎಲ್ಲರಿಗಿಂತಲೂ ದೊಡ್ಡವನು ನನ್ನ ತಂದೆಯ ಕೈಯೊಳಗಿಂದ ಅವುಗಳನ್ನು ಯಾವನೂ ಕಸಕೊಳ್ಳಲಾರನು Wow, praise God. You can see further uh, strength to that oversight there where he's watching and he's keeping his, you know, amazing, amazing scriptures. The father and the son are involved in the keeping and it's so awesome to see that. Glory to God. In John 17, he prays for those who are his Notice verse 11, it says, And now I am no more in the world, but these are in the world. And I come to thee, Holy Father. Keep through thine own name those whom thou hast given me, that they may be one as we are. While I was with them, 
uh, I in the world, I kept them in thy name. Those that thou gavest me, I kept. None of them is lost but the son of perdition, that the scripture might be fulfilled. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So, very, very interesting scripture there. Even the hands of Jesus. There's some kind of interesting thought that one of them was lost. Praise God. Why? Because Jesus doesn't force any sheep. He gives the sheep a mind to choose, to listen, to hear the correct voice, to obey the correct voice, you know, and to decide uh, to obey that voice. Hallelujah. It was not that it was written on this particular sheep's head, you will be lost. Not necessarily. But this particular sheep decided to listen to other voices and follow other counsel and uh, was lost. Very interesting. I want you to think about that for a minute. Maybe we can hear John 17 and uh, the 11th verse there. Praise the Lord Jesus. So, you know, it doesn't mean that Jesus is going to force anybody. There will be oversight, but there is a freedom also to choose. And, um, you know, when we lay down our thoughts and our choices and decide to go with his thoughts and his plans, then you could say that you are actually uh, following his way, his voice. So we are able to hear his voice and um, we should decide to follow that voice at the same time. So it's interesting, very, very interesting. I, I like such verses of scripture where you notice that even this great shepherd doesn't force anybody. He will keep you and he will continue to make sure that you are kept and that's very powerful. However, each man still has their choice intact, isn't it? And he prays for them. Glory to God. Hallelujah. And then speaking about Peter in Luke 22, he said... um, When the hour was come, he sat down with the twelve and he said, With desire, I have desired to eat the Passover with you. You know, this was his last meal and he was speaking to them as someone who cared for them deeply and desired to be with them, um, loved them to the very end. Praise God. And this particular sheep also was there with them. With that intense desire, uh, he met them and he cared for them. But glory to God, you know, I believe none of us are going to be, you know, in an opportunity to miss what God is saying. Hallelujah. We will hear the voice. We will follow the voice. We will do what he says. Amen. God is a faithful God. Praise God. How many of you are sheep in this place? Amen. Let's just keep with him. In Luke 22, as you study further down, uh, he says in verse 31, And the Lord said, Simon, Simon, behold, Satan has desired to have you, 
that he may sift you as wheat. But I have prayed for you that thy faith fail not. And when thou art converted, strengthen thy brethren. And he said unto him, Lord, I am ready to go with thee both into prison and to death. And he said, I tell you, Peter, the cock shall not crow this day before thou shalt thrice deny that thou knowest me. (laughs) Glory to God. Do you see all these things? Varieties of emotions and confessions and all of that. But Jesus is able to keep his sheep. Amen? Praise God. So, are you saying that he did not pray for these people? These particular sheep? He did. He prayed powerful prayers. But he said, there's one that he lost. I I know that you and I are not going to be lost. Praise God. But I want you to appreciate the fact that you have your choice. You have your will, and Jesus is not going to override it. Praise God. That's why he has given us uh, prayer and desire and choice. Hallelujah. From the very onset. Notice here he said, Peter, I have prayed for you that your faith fail not. Satan has desired to sift you as wheat. Hallelujah. Let's read verse 31 also out of Luke 22 in Canada. Taruvaya Kattanu, Simonane, Simonane, Higo, Saitananu Nimmanu, Godiente, One, Awakendu, Apekshi, Patidane. Hallelujah. So, Satan also has desires. You're not the only one with desires. We all have desires. <laughs> Satan has desires too. Sift and reduce us to pulp and nothing and blow us away with the wind. Hallelujah. He's not bothered about unbelievers. He's bothered about believers, how he may sift them, how he may steal, kill, and destroy. That's his main concern. But thank God Jesus is praying for us right now. Hallelujah. Today we have scripture that tells us Jesus is at the right hand praying for us. Hallelujah. Notice there in Hebrews the 7th chapter and verse 25. Wherefore is able also to save them to the uttermost that come unto God by him, seeing he ever liveth to make intercession for them. Hallelujah. So you have Jesus today, not just pray for Peter there, but now being able to pray for those that came unto God by him. Those are the ones who said, You are my shepherd. You are my Lord. And so he begins to tell us that he's praying for us. He cares for us. With affectionate, tender love, he doesn't stop. 24 bar 7, he's praying for us. Hallelujah. He is able also to save them to the uttermost, completely. So we need to be able to respond and say, The Lord is my shepherd. He's keeping me. He's praying for me. He's keeping me, I will be saved completely, completely to the uttermost. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Maybe we can hear 7 and 25 also in Canada from Hebrews. Hallelujah. 
So there's a lot of things that, you know, go beyond just emotions, uh, feelings and so on. We have to be able to grasp some things uh, with a depth that is beyond just our feelings and our emotions. We may make all kinds of wild statements and promises at the heat of the moment, but we must remember Jesus doesn't change. We may change, our moods may swing from one to the other, but he says, I'll be praying for you. Hallelujah. I'm praying so that you're delivered completely to the uttermost, completely. So whether we feel it or not, guess what? Jesus is praying for us. Hallelujah. Making intercession for us. That's all he ever lives for. If you ask Jesus, what are you living for? He'll say, I'll li- I live for you. I live to pray for you so that you are delivered completely. Hmm. That's what the great shepherd will do. That is what the good shepherd would do. Hallelujah. Let's look at another scripture. Hebrews, the 12th chapter. You know, it is a Bible study. Rather, the 13th chapter. So I just want us to see some things that are beyond even our emotions. Notice Hebrews 13, verse 20. Now the God of peace that brought again from the dead, our Lord Jesus, that great shepherd of the sheep, through the blood of the everlasting covenant, make you perfect in every good work, to do his will, working in you, that which is well-pleasing in his sight, through Jesus Christ, to whom be glory forever and ever. Amen. Isn't that interesting? That this God has, from the Lamb of God that takes away the sin of the world, became sheep, then became shepherd, and then became great shepherd after his mighty resurrection, and today watches over his sheep, prays for them, making them perfect in every good work to do his will, working in each one of them that which is well-pleasing in his sight, through Jesus Christ, to whom be glory forever and ever. Amen. He is working, praise God, and um, he is not taking away our will, but he is working with us. We labor with him, we agree with him, we cooperate with him, we do not try to hinder him. Hallelujah. Can you see that? I would like us to understand that aspect. That even when he was on the earth, he didn't force any of them. He uh, opened his heart to them, revealed himself, unveiled the Father to them, spoke the word to them, showed them the kingdom, showed them the kind of life that he had, what was in store, and so on. But he didn't uh, mess with their own personal will. Hallelujah. He's saying, I'm praying for you. I am sure that my prayers are going to avail, but you and I, thank God, we have decided he's our shepherd. The Lord is my shepherd. The Lord is my shepherd. I will not follow the voice of any stranger. I will follow his voice. I will hearken to him. And sometimes we say it emotionally, but it's good to understand from the Spirit, from the Word of God, that some things are never going to change. Hallelujah. He's praying for me. He's working in me, both to will and do his good pleasure. Thank God he is there at the right hand. I don't trust in myself. I don't trust in my ability. I'm trusting in him. 
He's going to keep me. He's going to watch over me. He's going to pray for me. Hallelujah. And because of that, thank God I have a hope. I have a future. I have a destiny in God. Hallelujah. Hmm. Let's hear maybe 20 and 21 also in Canada. Shashwatavada Udambadikaya Raktada Mulaka Kuri Hindige Dodda Kurubanagiruva Namma Kattanada Yesuvanu Sattavaru Laginda Bara Madida Shantidayakanada Devaru. Praise the Lord. Nimmanu Sakala Sakkarya Gadali Atana Chittavanu Maduvante Paripurna Madali Tana Drushkelli Mechikeada Adanu Yesu Kristana Mulaka Nimali Nadisali Yugayugantara Gadali Atanige Mahime Untagali Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord Jesus. Recently someone was saying that person they knew was living in a way that they had the best of both worlds. You know, uh, I think they meant not living so great for the Lord, um, enjoying whatever is available, and now they are sure that that person is going to heaven. I believe that's true. You may live on that edge where you have Everything the world has, you just be there, do that, live it, whatever you want, and you can still make heaven. Praise God. I believe that's a major possibility. Hallelujah. And so we should try to live just on the edge like that as much as we can, you know, enjoy the world maximally and enjoy the great shepherd's protection and just kind of teeter around there, right? Praise God. That's a choice. We can do that, you know, because we will not be forced. Amen. Um, Jesus loves us and he died for us and he rose again on the third day. He's ascended on high, sitting at the right hand of majesty, ever living to pray for us, ever living to intercede for us. Hallelujah. You know, the thing about it is that that prayer really touched my heart. He said, I didn't lose any except that guy. Hallelujah. So, he watches, he loves us, he likes to keep us, and he doesn't want to lose any of us. And I believe he won't lose you either. power of the new covenant will keep you. But don't forget that your will is still your choice. It's your will. It's your desire. You can have what you want. You can desire and you can therefore uh, receive whatever you desire. That is intact. That aspect of the will of God is still very much intact. And God respects that. In Hebrews, uh, rather, let's go to Romans. Let's leave Hebrews. We've been putting around there for a while. Let's go to Romans now. Notice there in the 12th chapter, it says, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service, be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is the good, acceptable, and perfect will of God. So you can see here that there are grades to the will of God. There is good, acceptable, and perfect will of God. Amen? And based on how we conform our thinking the way our thoughts are processed uh, in adherence to the word of God, to the voice of the good shepherd, we can prove on the planet what is good, acceptable, and what is the perfect will of God. Hallelujah. 
um, it's very powerful. That freedom that we have to choose must not hinder us from realizing that we need to be listening to Him and not be molded by the thinking that's out there so that we can have God's best. Praise God. We should be aiming for God's best, not just 30% or a pass mark. We want the good, the acceptable. We want the perfect will of God. And that choice is up to us as we are allowing the mind to be renewed. Our minds are uh, very interesting. They like to go here and there. They are full of emotions and they can be dominated by the world. They can be molded by the world. And if you keep uh, submitting to the input of the world, there will be a molding that takes place which will affect our uh, eventual output. We want the perfect will of God. Hallelujah. So there has to be this struggle that takes place where we say no to certain forms of thinking, where we actively resist other voices and choose the voice of the Good Shepherd. Hallelujah. So my brother, my sister, you can see there are times that the whole world seems to be going in one way and you and I are made to go the other way. Hallelujah. And that's not too easy. Praise God. Let's hear also verse 2 of Romans 12 in Canada. Hallelujah. What did your great shepherd say? He said, you need oxygen cylinders, you need concentrators, you need um, lots of coconut water, and you need ginger and garlic. and Is that what he said? No, he didn't talk about that at all. <laughs> Hallelujah. But somebody else sent it to your phone. Somebody else accessed your private thought life and bombarded you with all of this information without you asking for it. It just kept coming and kept coming and kept coming. And it so blocked you that you were not able to think clearly. All you could think about was what they were saying. Very, very powerful. Never before have you had so much violations on your intimate, personal thought patterns. Hallelujah. They just keep coming. And they just keep coming. 2 a.m., 3 a.m., 4 a.m., 1 a.m. It never sleeps. Just like the city never sleeps. It just keeps coming again and again and again, trying to force you to be conformed, to be molded, to be forced into their perspective because they know if they can get you to think like that, then you're going to act like that. Very, very powerful. As a man thinks in his heart, so is he. So there are thought patterns that have to be shaken and sifted through and checked to see whether it has anything to do with our good shepherd or not. Everything else has to be dumped. Praise God. <laughs> That's a lot of work. And so, not everybody is willing to do it. Let me just have a 30% mark. If I can just live and get a few things going, it's alright. Even if I don't live to 100, it's okay. 
even if I can just manage to do some things, uh, live in quote successfully, it's all right. We can we can always run home. We can go to heaven. Praise God. You know all of these thoughts. But there are grades to the will of God that Jesus is praying for each one of us to be able to receive God's best. Hallelujah. That which is good. Working that which is good in you. Working His will, which is good. Hallelujah. God's best is what He's praying for. Praise God. But we are on that side also. We have to acknowledge it. We have to agree with it. We have to refuse other kinds of thinking. Hallelujah. Maybe we can hear Romans 12 2 in Canada again. So this is a time where people are preparing their own oxygen cylinders. They are preparing their own hospital beds. They are getting ready, preparing themselves for a reception in the hospital. All this is going on and so your thoughts are going to be barraged with such thinking, attacked with such thinking. You and I have to decide whether we are going to go with that or not. Believers, um, just like unbelievers, are facing the same kinds of challenges. Praise God. Nothing wrong with the ginger, nothing wrong with the um, home remedies and the black pepper and... You know, all of that coriander leaf and nothing wrong with all that. Praise God. It's all good. Hallelujah. But I believe the most important thing is your thinking. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not lack. I shall not want. I shall not lack for health. I shall not lack for finances. I shall not lack for any good thing. The Lord is my shepherd. He's praying for me. I shall not lack. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. So we don't want to go down to drop the levels, the standards. We we don't want to just get a 35% pass mark, you know, and somehow just make it to heaven and say, yeah, praise God. But we want to push for God's best, trusting in the one who's praying for us, trusting at the one who's called our great shepherd. Hallelujah. Does all that make sense? I believe it does. Hallelujah. So don't lower your standards now and start dreaming of oxygen cylinders and hospital beds and, um, you know, calling all, calling all hospitals now, calling all hospitals. No, don't go running around looking for hospitals. People are really in a fix right now. They are, you know, trying to figure out how to get a hospital bed. And there you are. And you could say you're just like them, you know, Nothing different. No, the Lord is your shepherd. The Lord is your shepherd. The Lord is your shepherd. Notice that is present tense. He is your shepherd. How did you receive that position? Let's read Romans chapter 10. Observe there the ninth verse. That if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thine heart that God raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For, verse 10 continues, with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made 
unto salvation. Hallelujah. Notice how it was based on what you said out of your mouth and what you believed in your heart. And God listened to that and he heard that confession and he put down your name as a saved person. You are saved. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. With the heart, man believes unto righteousness. With the mouth, confession is made unto salvation. That's the way God sees it. Praise God for that powerful confession you made out of what you believed, not what you saw, not what you felt, not what the world said. You believed in Jesus, that he died for you 2,000 years ago. From the scriptures, you ascertained that truth and you acted on it and you confessed him as your Lord, that you believed with your heart and with your mouth. Thank you, Jesus. That if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, or Jesus is my Lord. Hallelujah. The minute you confess that Jesus is your Lord, he became your shepherd. You became his care under his study and his care and his prayer point and the whole life that he was living was for you. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. With that confession, with that faith in the word of God rising from your heart, you made a confession and your salvation is secure. Hallelujah. The Lord is my shepherd. Hallelujah. I shall not want. Verse 13 says, For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Thank you, Jesus. So we have authority, which is in the scripture. Our mind is going to go here and there based on what we see, what we feel. But we have to settle some things beyond our mind, beyond our thinking, into the place where uh, deep thoughts, consciousness is that I am saved. I belong to Jesus. I'm his sheep. He's my shepherd. He's praying for me. I will be delivered completely in any situation. I will always be brought forth. I will always be delivered utterly, completely. I am nominated by heaven for salvation, for deliverance, for protection, for preservation. I am saved in Jesus' name. This confession of ours has to continue. Praise God. God necessarily or of a necessity requires our confession. Praise God. We must maintain that. I don't care if you read the Bible from cover to cover. You think you know these things. Only when the tests come will you know what you really believe. So my brother, my sister, don't dilly-dally about it. Your mouth must be in operation. Your heart must be settled in certain things. Unshakable, immovable. You have to continue believing some things, continue speaking some things, no matter how many times you heard them before. God is a faithful God. The way of the shepherd is clear. It is written, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not lack. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not lack. He didn't change and say in 2021, my sheep will lack. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not lack. Hallelujah. Praise God, praise God, praise God. I hope you're getting something here. Maybe we can hear Romans 10, verse 9 and 10 also in Canada. 
ನೀನು ಕರ್ತನಾದ ಯೇಸುವನ್ನು ಬಾಯಿಂದ ಅರಿಕೆ ಮಾಡಿ ದೇವರು ಆತನನ್ನು ಸತ್ತವರೊಳಗಿಂದ ಎಬ್ಬಿಸಿದ್ದಾನೆಂದು ನಿನ್ನ ಹೃದಯದಲ್ಲಿ ನಂಬಿದರೆ ನಿನಗೆ ರಕ್ಷಣೆಯಾಗುವುದು ಎಂಬುದೇ ಹೃದಯದಿಂದ ನಂಬುವುದರ ಮೂಲಕ ನೀತಿಯು ದೊರೆಯುತ್ತದೆ ಬಾಯಿಂದ ಅರಿಕೆ ಮಾಡುವುದರ ಮೂಲಕ ರಕ್ಷಣೆಯಾಗುತ್ತದೆ Notice also in the 14th verse of Hebrews chapter 4 seeing then that we have a great high priest that is passed into the heavens Jesus the son of God let us hold fast our profession which actually also means confession or saying the same thing notice that you'll have to hold fast you'll have to keep holding on to it or speaking it out not being shaken praise god you can't drop your guard just because a thousand fall at your side and 10000 at your right hand a thousand fall at your side 10000 at your right hand but it shall not come near me it shall not come near me. okay the hospitals are filled okay people are dying like flies okay that's what he meant That is when no evil shall befall you no plague shall come near your dwelling place not that when you see that coming around you you suddenly start thinking otherwise no it's time to listen to the good shepherd it's time to hold fast hold fast these things are not written for decoration my brother my sister he meant it he knew how serious it was he knew when he said there is a fight there is a battle that you have to fight the good fight he is the god of war he knows about these things it's all what he used it is written it is written it is written you have to hold fast to it it doesn't matter how close it comes a thousand may fall at your side 10000 at your right hand but it shall not come near you only with your eyes in the media will you behold and see only with your eyes will you see these things around but you don't have to be moved by what your eyes are saying hallelujah you have to hold fast i have to hold fast this is time for holding fast hallelujah hold fast our confession why verse 15 we have a high priest we have a high priest notice which is touched with the feeling of our infirmities he knows what you are feeling right now hallelujah the verse says we have a high priest which notice we have not an high priest which cannot be touched those are two negatives according to the english it means the opposite we have a high priest who is touched with the feeling of our infirmities our weaknesses amen hallelujah notice that he knows what you're feeling what your soul is going through what your emotions are going through because he was tempted in all points like we are yet without sin why was he perfect so that he could take your place hallelujah knowing that you are not perfect praise god aha uh-huh. all points so that you can go to him and say it doesn't feel good but i'm trusting you it doesn't look good out there but i'm trusting you let us therefore come boldly unto the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in the time of need 
Hallelujah. Let us come boldly. Who is that person? The same person, the believer that has made Jesus his Lord, who has now become his great shepherd and high priest. We are the ones that come boldly to the throne of grace to obtain mercy, notice that, and find grace to help in time of need. Come and receive all that you need from heaven. Anything you need, you should be able to come boldly, continue to say, I believe that heaven is working on my behalf. Jesus is praying for me. My God supplies all my needs according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. Can you believe that? Even though everything seems to be shutting down all around you. Even though it looks like uh, you've never seen such things before. That has not changed heaven. Praise God. That will never change heaven. Hallelujah. The Lord is your shepherd. The Lord is your shepherd. See, this is the time to go back to those thoughts, study them over and over again. Hallelujah. This is the time to understand what you have been prayerfully studying all these months. This is the time to use it. Hallelujah. This is not the time to say, I've read that before. This is not the time to abandon your Bible and start listening to WhatsApp and all of that kind of stuff. This is the time to really tune in and receive what God has given to you in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Don't forget these things. Let's start off in verse 14 and then go to verse 16 also in Canada. <coughs> Praise the Lord. Glory to God. Alright, so you can see here that all these things are in our choice. We can decide to not listen to what the world is saying. You can put your phone off, actually. Have you ever thought of putting it off? Like just putting it off? Yeah, think about that. You can actually put it off. You don't have to have it connected to your system as though you work for the phone company. You really don't have to. Have you ever thought about that? If somebody wants to reach you, they can still reach you. You don't work for them. Hallelujah. Pick yourself up. Enough of this. Hallelujah. Let's read it. I don't want to act all weird and hard, but my brother, my sister, these things are real. The word of God is more real than anything you can see out there. Hallelujah. Let's take a, let's take a scripture out of 1 Timothy. It may sound strange in the beginning, but it will give you some interesting thoughts. You know, you must be able to think for yourself about these scriptures. You yourself have to have a tried position on the scripture. You cannot just say, he said this, they said that, pastor said this. 
No, you have to think about it and say, what do you have to say about it? So Jesus asked them, who do you say I am? Some people said you're this, some people said you're that, blah, blah, blah. Who do you say that I am? What is your actual thought about it? You have to make up your mind whether you're going to be able to live by this or not. Is it really final authority in your life or not? You have to figure that out for yourself. Nobody can do that for you. God is praying. Jesus is praying for you. Honestly, the great shepherd is on your side, but you have to think about it yourself. And you have to form a system of thinking yourself. And that has to be so powerful that it moves you to say certain things. That it moves you to speak in a certain way. Not because it's good preaching, but because you personally believe it yourself. Hallelujah. So listen to this scripture here, 1 Timothy 5. Notice verse 5, he says, talking about widows. Now she that is a widow indeed and desolate trusted in God and continued in supplications and prayers night and day. So this is a certain type of widow. Notice, these are all supposed to be uh, widows that are, in quote, Christian, believing widows. And Paul said, still, among believing widows, notice a widow doesn't have the husband, she's desolate, she's left alone, she's, in quote, a needy person. But there are some that are different from the others. Are you getting that? You can decide what kind of widow you want to be, in other words. Now, she that is a widow indeed, desolate, trusted in God. Notice the qualification for a a widow indeed, trusted in God. Continues in supplication and prayers night and day. Now, is this only for widows or for all believers? Aha, I think you got the answer, all of us. Amen? Now, continue. Because there's no male or female in the spirit realm. It just happens that a widow, in quote, has lost the person that she used to maybe trust more. Verse 6. But she that liveth in pleasure is dead while she liveth. She that liveth in pleasure, notice, is dead while she liveth. What does that mean? You mean that she's dead? No. What does that mean? Let's go study the scripture. Keep these thoughts in mind, but let's read uh, 1 Timothy 5, verse 5 and 6 in Canada, and then we'll go down the road. Amen. What does this mean? Even though the, the person is alive, She's dead. What does that mean? Well, we have to go back to Genesis. Notice in chapter 2 of Genesis, the Lord God, verse 15, took the man and put him in the garden of Eden to dress it, to keep it. And the Lord God commanded the man, saying, Of every tree of the garden thou mayest freely eat. But of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, thou shalt not eat of it, for in the day that thou eatest thereof, thou shalt surely die. Hallelujah. Notice that that tree was supposed to be not eaten off. In the day that you eat of it, you shall surely die. <laughs> but you and I know that they did eat of the tree and they didn't die. They lived. But 
a kind of death began in them, which is what he's talking about. So you can be alive physically, looking like everything is all right, but there's a kind of death that is set in there that is working. Hallelujah. In other words, they broke fellowship with God. They broke fellowship and relationship with God. Hallelujah. That's what happened after that. If you read in Genesis, the third chapter, notice here, we continue from verse 9. And the Lord God called unto Adam and said unto him, Where art thou? God used to come and fellowship with them in the cool of the day as he still loves to today. Amen. Where are you? Where art thou? Verse 10. And he said, I heard thy voice in the garden. I was afraid because I was naked and I hid myself. Wow. This guy used to hang out with God. Now he's afraid. He's cringing. He's fearful. He's in quote naked and he's hiding himself away from God. And he said, who told you that you were naked? Have you eaten of the tree whereof I commanded you that you should not eat? So that tree gave them something called broken fellowship with God, broken communion with God, separation from God. Hallelujah. Then it comes into the New Testament and it says, Lo and behold, such a widow or any believer, praise God, because there's no male or female, It's just a matter of desperation. Can be alive, but dead. In other words, can be a believer, but not in fellowship with God. Not in communion with the life of God. Alienated from that powerful life. Set apart from enjoying fellowship of that good shepherd, that great shepherd. Isn't that interesting? That's the difference between the widow and the widow indeed. Hallelujah. So we can decide whether we want vital fellowship, communion with God, or a little space, please. Don't interfere. I got some choices I want to make. and Just let me be, man. Come on, y'all. Let me be. Hallelujah. That's not too cool, is it? Now you're beginning to sound tough. Let's hear in Canada if you don't mind. When the tough times start, that's when you know what you really believe. That's when you know what you're listening to. That's when you know what you're trusting in. Hallelujah. You don't need tests. You don't need anything. You just need to go out there and let's see what the world tests you with. What the devil tests you with. Amen. How many of you have heard that? If you've been to Bible school, you've probably heard that. I believe that every church is a Bible school. Praise God. And that the tests that come are not necessarily the ones on the paper there. They are the circumstances and challenges of life out there. That's what's going to really test you. It goes from what you write on the paper into what you really believe when everything is against you. Where is your source of life from? Where is your power coming from? Where is your confidence Where is that boldness coming from? Where is it actually coming from? Hallelujah. Let's hear these verses in Canada. Maybe we can start with uh, 1 Timothy 5 and verse 6. 
ಆದರೆ ಭೋಗಿಯಾಗಿರುವ ವಿಧವೆಯು ಬದುಕಿರುವಾಗಲೂ ಸತ್ತವಳೆ ನಿಜವಾಗಿಯೂ ದಿಕ್ಕಿಲ್ಲದ ವಿಧವೆಯು ದೇವರ ಮೇಲೆ ನಿರೀಕ್ಷೆಯನ್ನಿಟ್ಟು ಹಗಲಿರುಳು ವಿಜ್ಞಾಪನೆಗಳಲ್ಲಿಯೂ ಪ್ರಾರ್ಥನೆಗಳಲ್ಲಿಯೂ ನೆಲೆಗೊಂಡಿರುವಳು ಆದರೆ ಒಳ್ಳೆಯದು ಕೆಟ್ಟದರ ತಿಳುವಳಿಕೆಯನ್ನುಂಟು ಮಾಡುವ ಮರದ ಫಲವನ್ನು ನೀನು ತಿನ್ನಬಾರದು ಅದನ್ನು ತಿಂದ ದಿನದಲ್ಲಿ ಖಂಡಿತವಾಗಿ ಸಾಯುವೆ ಅಂದನು ಅದಕ್ಕವನು ನಿನ್ನ ಶಬ್ದವನ್ನು ತೋಟದಲ್ಲಿ ನಾನು ಕೇಳಿ ಬೆತ್ತಲೆಯಾಗಿರುವುದರಿಂದ ಭಯಪಟ್ಟು ಅಡಗಿಕೊಂಡೆನು ಅಂದನು trying to dominate man trying to be a shepherd everybody's preaching oprah's preaching you know india today the times toi whatever they're all preaching they're preaching popular themes and you and i have to decide who's our shepherd the lord is my shepherd i shall not want now they're saying the elections are the problem it's because of the elections ha 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 you can shift the blame here and there but eventually the choice is ours who's your shepherd the lord is my shepherd it is his voice that i hear he knows me i know him i hear his voice i follow his voice nothing can take me out of his hands i have decided to follow jesus hallelujah that choice is ours my brother the fellowship of the throne is ours the fellowship with the good shepherd is ours the voice of the word of god is available we have to decide which one we're acting on that's our choice we could be scared and hiding away here and there instead of facing the facts praise god you and i have to choose this is the best time to do jesus spoke in john 8 to some strong in quote religious people who tithed seriously they tithed much better than most believers they tithed of uh, even their small uh, spices like cumin and you know pepper powder and all of that stuff dill and mint they tithed on all of those things they they did lots of good works they went to nations to proselytize and to bring people to that religious system they did all of that they they wore certain kind of clothing they were in the society respected there uh, known for their religious activity but he looked at them and he said you are of your father the devil hallelujah john 8:44 you are of your father the devil the lust of your father you will do he was a murderer from the beginning abode not in the truth there is no truth in him when he speaks a lie he speaks of his own he's a liar and the father of it i'll ask you a question if you cannot go and buy medication over the counter from the dispensary or pharmacy out there simply because they will not sell it to you are they not killing you 
You have to follow their protocol. You have to listen to their voices. And there are no beds. There is nothing left in the hospital. They don't want you there, but they cannot help you over the counter either. Nothing is for you. Everything is against you. They are of their father, the devil. He is a murderer from the beginning. And he's a liar. He's the father of lies. That system is like that. You have to ascertain for yourself. You have to think for yourself a little bit and see who is really behind all this. They don't care about your life. There's only one good shepherd. That's the Lord Jesus. He's your shepherd. We have to adjust our thinking to agree with what God said. That choice, that desire is ours. That's why I said, whatsoever thing you desire, when you pray, believe you receive it and you shall have it. Your desire is very powerful. You desire, you pray, you will have. Hallelujah. So the desire has to now tune in to what God said and we have to lean on the word of God, the spirit of truth, the spirit of life, We have to slowly but surely meditate on these things. Go over them again and again. There's no other Bible. There's just one. There are no other verses. These are the verses. This is where the life is. But it has to pass beyond just a mental acknowledgement. You have to be so sure of it that no matter what happens, people are dying left, right and center. You are holding fast to the confession of what you believe. Hallelujah. You have to decide for yourself. You can't cry and scream and act like in a tantrum out there and expect things to change. You have to believe God. You have to trust the Good Shepherd. Each individual has to do it. I'm just being honest with you because you deserve to know the truth. Hallelujah. Let's read John 8:44 also in Kannada. Nivu nimma tandeya da saitana nige sambandha pattavaragiddiri. Nimma tandeya durashegalanne nivu maduvadakke chesuttiri. Avanu aadiyindalu kolegaranagiddu satyadalli nillalilla. Yakandare avanalli satyave illa. Avanu sulladuvaga tanna svantavadavugalinda ma. You have to decide whether you're going to lie down in a hospital or not. You're going to decide whether you're going to end up with oxygen tubes or not. You're going to have to decide what you believe, what you're going to stand for, what you're going to fight about in the spirit, what you're going to use as ammunition from God's word to fight one day after the other. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. And it better tune in nicely to what God has planned for you. Not what any man out there has said. Thank you, Jesus. Notice 2 Corinthians 5, verse 21. Hallelujah. For he has made him to be sin for us. Notice that. This is official. This is official. God made him to be sin for us. It's not that I decided to choose whatever I wanted. Officially, from heaven's side, 
God made him to be sin for us, all of us, who knew no sin. There was only one person like that, that was Jesus, who knew no sin, that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. That is your nature, that is my nature. He took my sin nature, he took your sin nature, and he left you with righteousness. That is the consciousness of God. That you are right, you can stand boldly before God, whatever it looks like. Are you righteous? Are you the righteousness of God? God can look at you and say, that man is my righteousness. That is how righteous I am. Hallelujah. That has to be settled. That means your prayers will work. You don't have to wait for somebody to pray for you. Your prayers are okay before the throne of God. Because he became sin for you. That you would be right. Right. With holy, righteous standing before God. Hallelujah. Without fear of condemnation or guilt. No more hiding here and there. Standing boldly before God. You can do that because of what Jesus became for you and me. Hallelujah. Do you believe that? Do you really believe that? You can stand before God without guilt, without condemnation, without fear. You can do that. Do you really, really believe that? Or do you need somebody to pray for you? The best person to pray for you is praying for you. His name is Jesus. He's never backing down 24-7. He's praying for you so that you are delivered completely. No matter what is coming out there, you will be kept, preserved, nothing missing, nothing broken, completely sound. That's what he said. Do you believe that? Who do you believe? These oxygen peddlers? Who do you believe? These liars? These murderers? Who do you believe? Who do you believe? It's time to figure that out. What are you really listening to? What are you basing your confidence on? You say, that's pretty bold, pastor. Yes, it is. I'm living in the same place. This is Bangalore. I'm staying here. I'm not running here and there. Here I am. It has to work. It has worked till today. It has to work again. I don't have another option. I don't have another exit. What we are feeding you is what we are using. It has to work for us. Hallelujah. He made him to be sin for us who knew no sin. That we might be made the righteousness of God in him. Are you in him? Are you in Christ? You If you have chosen Jesus as your Lord, confessed with your mouth, believing in your heart, if you have said, I believe Jesus is my Lord, then you are instantly immersed into Him. Now, you may have gone through all of the foundational doctrine classes, but when push comes to shove, what do you really believe? Are you thinking about oxygen? Are you thinking about hospital beds? Are you thinking about where to run to now? Whom do you really believe? Think about it. Hallelujah. It's time to think clearly for yourself. Think properly. Be a clear thinking person. Think very clearly. The righteousness of God in 
him. Hallelujah. Hmm. Thank you, Jesus. So you may have to slowly read these things to yourself. You may have to slowly ponder about them over and over. Hear them until you make up your own mind. Don't just say, pastor said this, brother said that, the other one said this, I tuned into this and that. No, it's time for you to personally desire some things, for you to personally believe some things. It's time for you to take a stand and hold fast. Hallelujah. I hope you're getting this. We're not playing here. Death seems to be closing in on everybody around there. That's all that you can see in the news. They're looking for whom to blame. Playing the blame game. And then finally you end up with a dead body. Well, my brother, my sister, it's time for you to decide. I will be satisfied with long life. I will see my children's children. I will be a blessing on the planet. It's time to hold fast to certain things that you believe without changing. It's time to know that you can receive all that heaven has paid for. The bountiful blessings of the Lord are your portion. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I don't know if we've read 2 Corinthians 5.21. Shall we? If you have, uh, we can go ahead. Otherwise, we'll read it. So let's stay in communion with God. Let's stay vitally connected. It's very, very important. These are the days where you're going to prove the difference. The proof (laughs) is with you. It's time to prove some things. Thank you, Jesus. Let's prove what we believe. Notice in Acts 13, this is, you know, Paul here, I believe. He says in verse 32, And we declare unto you glad tidings. We declare unto you glad tidings. How that the promise which was made unto the fathers. Notice, it's a promise, an old promise. This is glad tidings. Old promise. God has fulfilled the same unto us. Their children, in that he has raised up Jesus again, as it is also written in the second psalm. How old is the psalm? That's pretty old. That's a couple of hundred and thousand years away. Notice, written in the second psalm, Thou art my son, this day have I begotten thee. And as concerning that he raised him up from the dead, how no more to return to corruption. He said on this wise, I will give you the sure mercies of David. Do you really believe these things from the scripture? Do you believe this is good news or is this bad news? Which is the good news for you? Have you decided where your good news comes from? Have you decided to embrace this And hold it close to your deepest thoughts until it sinks into you. And it is so resolute that in the middle of the night, that's all you think about. This Savior of ours was raised from the dead. Hallelujah. This day, notice, hallelujah. (laughs) Oh, glory to God. 
Notice verse 33. God has fulfilled the same unto us, their children, in that he raised up Jesus again, as it is written in the second psalm, Thou art my son, this day have I begotten thee. There was a day when Jesus actually became, in quote, the son. Hallelujah. Praise God. And it is based on the scripture. It's not based on any emotion. It's not based on what the scientists are saying. It's not based on what the astrologers are saying. It's not based on any other history. It is based on the scripture. The scripture itself is quoting itself. And that is what they call good news. That it was fulfilled to their fathers from the Psalms. Hallelujah. Hmm. Praise God. Let's hear this also and, and continue. Verse 32 and 33 of Psalm of Acts 13. Pitrugarige Vagdana Madidu Hege Ember Shubasandesha Vanu Navu Nimage Prakatisukteve. Enam Dare, Ninu Nana Maganu, Idina Nanu Ninanu Padedi Dene, Indu Eradane, Kitane, Eli Saha Baradiruva Prakara, Avara Makalada, Namage Devaru, Yesu Vanu Tirigi, Ibisu Vadara Mulaka, Adanu Neraveri Sidane, Embade. Glory to God. Praise the Lord. We have to examine these things again and see, do you really believe this? That God raised Jesus from the dead and said, now you are my son? Do you believe that? Or did you just come with some foggy emotions? If you have to, you must read it again and prayerfully study it until you decide for yourself. Did God really raise Jesus from the dead? Did God really raise Jesus from the dead? You have to figure that out from the scripture and your thinking. In the book of Acts, the second chapter, it says there, verse 25, David speaketh concerning him, I foresaw the Lord always before my face. He is on my right hand that I should not be moved. (laughs) Notice how David said it. He said, because he's on my right hand, I will not be moved. Praise God. David had to decide for himself. Who's at your right hand? Oxygen? I'm not joking. (laughs) I'm not trying to make a thing out of this to be funny. No. Honestly, when push comes to shove, when the battle is raging, that's when you have to examine and see what do you really believe. 26, therefore did my heart rejoice and my tongue was glad. That's why we go ha 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 ha. That's why we rejoice. That's why we make all this stuff here. Not because we are, you know, trying to be entertainers or Charlie Chaplin Jr. or any such thing. It's because it is news that is good for us. Hallelujah. And we act on it. Therefore did my heart rejoice. It's ancient. It comes from long, long time ago. My heart will rejoice. My tongue was glad. Therefore my flesh shall rest in hope. That is why we rest. That is why we rest. That's why we are not shaken. That's why we are not scrambling and scratching for this and that. Hallelujah. Because you will not leave my soul in hell. Look at how it's now coming back to Jesus. Did Jesus go to hell? Some of you cannot imagine that. That Jesus went to hell. 
You will not leave my soul in hell. Neither will you suffer your holy one to see corruption. You have made known unto me the ways of life. You will make me full of joy with thy countenance. Thank you, Jesus. Notice where the joy came from. From looking at the Father, looking to God. 29. Men and brethren, let me freely speak unto you of the patriarch David, that is both dead and buried. His sepulcher is with us unto this day. You know how they celebrate empty uh, dead bodies that are belonging to XYZ. Yeah, the Jews knew about it. If there were any trace that Jesus' body was somewhere, I'm telling you, that would have become a monument. The whole world would have gone there. Now they go to an empty tomb saying that this is possibly the tomb of Jesus. But there's no bones inside there. There's no body inside there. Hallelujah. Not a trace. Everybody would have been worshipping that place if there were just one small bone inside there. But there is nothing inside there. There's not a trace. (laughs) He rose again. 30. Therefore being a prophet and knowing that God had sworn with an oath to him of the fruit of his loins according to the flesh, he would raise up Christ to sit on his throne. He's from the throne of David. He spake before, or this before, He spake the resurrection of Christ, that his soul was not left in hell, neither his flesh did see corruption. This Jesus God has raised up, whereof we all are witnesses. Therefore, being by the right hand of God, exalted and having received of the Father the promise of the Holy Ghost, he has shed forth this which you now see and hear. Hallelujah. Who went back to the right hand? The Lord Jesus. Who is there right now praying for you? The Lord Jesus. This is what made them excited. This is what drove them to defend from the scripture. The fact that he died, he was buried, and he rose again, and he's at the right hand of the Father. He poured out the Holy Ghost 2,000 years ago. He's still there. He's praying for us today. Hallelujah. Don't you have enough to rest on? to rejoice about, to get excited about in the midst of all that news that's going on there. Can you not crack a laugh and have a jump and shout for glory in the name of Jesus? Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Glory to God. I'm telling you, my brother, my sister, this is the scripture. But each one of us has to decide. Each one of us has to decide what is it that they are going to actually believe in. And stand for it and hold fast to that confession. And continue to speak that boldly before God. Before any challenge out there. Hallelujah. It's not just good preaching that we are after. We need to be convinced. I'm telling you my brother, my sister. Be convinced. Decide for yourself. Choose for yourself. It is that which you believe in your heart. And say with your mouth that produces results. When you are alone, what do you really believe? Of course, we all face challenges. There is bombardment going on again and again. But we need to decide for ourselves, what will I hold fast to? What will I continue speaking, no matter what's going on around me? 
There is a fight going on. A thousand may fall at your side. Ten thousand at your right hand. But you and I have to decide what we believe. Hallelujah. Let's go to Philippians as we consider winding down. Philippians, the second chapter. I'm going to read some lines of scripture which continue to resonate through time. Philippians 2.5 Let this mind be in you which was also in Christ Jesus, who being in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal with God. In other words, he did not grab at eternity. He divested himself of his eternal values, the almighty values, all-seeing, all-knowing, all-powerful. He took them away, kept it aside, and came to the earth in the form of a man, waiting to be anointed of God so that he could do the will of God. Studied, prayed, kept the scripture in his heart, faced the challenges of the enemy, completely passed every test and trial, anointed by the Holy Ghost, went about doing good, healing all that were oppressed of the devil. God was with him. This Jesus who being in form of God, verse 6 says, thought it not robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation, took upon him the form of a servant, was made in the likeness of men. Being found in fashion as a man, he humbled himself, became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. Many people died on crosses. He was not the only one. Many people did. I'm telling you, but this was a different type. This was a different type of person. Hallelujah. Wherefore God also has highly exalted him and given him a name which is above every name. Given him a name which is above every name. Given him a name which is above every name. He has been given a name that's above every name. Hallelujah. That at the mention or the name of Jesus, every knee should bow of things in heaven, things in earth, and things under the earth. That every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord unto the glory of God the Father. How many people from that cross have been given a name that's above every name? See, there's only one person and that name is Jesus. That person is Jesus. Glory to God. You have to decide whether you believe in the power of the name of Jesus in heaven, on earth, and under the earth. Because he went to the lowest hell and rose up to the highest heaven, therefore he has authority in all these three worlds. And one that has these thoughts must decide, is this true for me? Is this really for me? Does this belong to me? Hallelujah. The name of Jesus belongs to every believer. You were baptized into that name. That name belongs to you just like your own name. You have the authority in that name. In heaven, on earth, under the earth, every being, every being, anything created has to bow in the name of Jesus. You will have to use that name. You have to stand And enjoy the benefit of that name. Whether it looks like it or not. 
You must be so convinced about that name. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord Jesus. Let's go to Acts 4 and notice the 12th verse and then we'll read this out of Canada. Acts 4 and notice the 12th verse. It says, Neither is there salvation in any other. For there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. Hallelujah. Let's hear these two verses and then proceed. Philippians 2, uh, 5 to maybe 8 and then verse 12 in Acts 4. Krista Yesu vinalidda manasse nimmalli irali. Atanu devasvarupa nagiddaru devarige sarisamana nagiruve nendini sade. Tannannu baridu maadikondu dasana rupavannu darisikondaga manushyara holike yalli maadal pattanu. Ige atanu akaradalli manushyanagi kaanisikondaga tannannu taggisikondu maranavannu andare shilubeya maranavannadaru hondu vashtu vidheyanadanu. Thank you, Jesus. I believe we will check Acts 4.12 also. Praise God. And now notice the statement is made by Peter that Jesus had prayed for a couple of days earlier. Look what he says in verse 13. Now, when they saw the boldness of Peter. See, this man is now talking about his absentee Lord. Jesus is not there. But he's so filled with conviction about the name of Jesus that he's acting boldly about that name. And people are watching him and seeing how bold. The boldness of Peter and John and perceived that they were unlearned Ignorant men, they marveled and took knowledge of them. They had been with Jesus. That's what it takes. That reality can be transferred to you and me as we study the scripture because his word is spirit and it is life. John 6.63 You fellowship with it at a spirit level. It goes beyond your mind. goes beyond what you acknowledge. It goes into a place where you know who you have believed. You are convinced. Hallelujah. We may have to read these verses. And we're going to spend time reading that again and again during these days. Go over these same scriptures. Read them to yourself day and night. Prayerfully, quietly, over and over, over and over. Until you are convinced to a place of holy boldness. That name saved you. Did you really get saved in Jesus' name? Are you saved? Are you sure the name of Jesus has salvation? Okay. What is salvation? According to Schofield, healing, wholeness, soundness, welfare, nothing missing, nothing broken. All kinds of welfare. Healed, whole, preserved. Nothing missing. Nothing broken. That's saved. When God looks at you and says, in Jesus' name you are saved, it covers everything. Now, are you saved? If that is true, then you are covered. 
As far as healing, wholeness, soundness, deliverance, protection, nothing missing, nothing broken. You are completely in that mode. Praise God. Now, you may think, okay, I'm on my way to heaven. That's what I thought. Yes, that's also there. But you are supposed to live a saved life down here where you dominate over death, sickness, disease, every curse that's out there in the name of Jesus. So Jesus left the name for you and me to use it against those things out there. In Jesus' name, they have to bow before you. Every single thing out there has to bow in the name of Jesus. In heaven, on earth, and under the earth. And you may see things just contrary coming against you, but you and I must decide what we actually believe. And hold fast to that confession. Hold fast to what you believe without swaying, without being swerved, without staggering, without changing, without deferring in our opinion. Hallelujah. If you drop dead today, in the name of Jesus, you will go to heaven. But why go now? Why should you quit now? Why don't you declare that you are healed? Why don't you declare that you are protected, preserved, nothing missing, nothing broken? That the Lord is your shepherd. You will not lack anything. You will not lack any good thing. That you are hearing his voice. That you are kept as the apple of his eye. That he's praying for you. Therefore, you can boldly stand and say, A thousand may fall at your side. Ten thousand at your right hand. But it's not coming near you. This has to come because you believe it. Not because I'm saying it. You have to read it for yourself. You have to be convinced. In the deep recesses of your thinking. You have to ponder it. Until it becomes so sure. That you become bold. And you continue being bold about it. Hallelujah. My brother, my sister. We have to do this thing. We are in the same city. We are in the same planet. We have to do this right. We have to overcome. We have overcome and that's why we're going to overcome. Because the greater one, because the name of Jesus, because we are saved. All of these things are ours right now and we are going to hold fast to these things. Hold fast because somebody wants to steal it away from you. Somebody wants to change what you are believing. Somebody wants to change what you are speaking. Hallelujah. If you have to switch off your phone for a week, switch it off and start meditating on these realities until you are convinced to a holy boldness where you can rejoice, where you can shout, no matter what it looks like. Hallelujah. I close with this little testimony which will help you. There was a man who was working in the mission fields and at 37 he was afflicted with cancer. And there was a group of prayerful believers and gospel workers who were alerted to pray for him and it was in the days of Raymond T. Ritchie, one of these great healing preachers of those days. And uh, they had organized the prayer meeting and this prayer request came and so they prayed for the man. To about 2,000 of them prayed. They prayed and it was loud and all of that. And after the prayer was over, Raymond Ritchie, the preacher, said, Do you believe God heard you? And they said, Yes, yes, amen. He said, All right, let's thank God for this prayer because we asked in Jesus' name. And they, they thanked God in Jesus' name because he had heard their prayer. And then he left and the music continued. But in the middle of the music, he came back on stage and he said, um, 
something into the ear of the musicians and they stopped the music. Everything became quiet. And then he asked the question, how many of you are going to continue praying for this man? And almost everybody's hand was up there. And he looked at them and said, but I thought you believed God heard you already. About three or four hands were the only ones not lifted up. Guess what happened? Jesus came to the bed of this man who was riddled with cancer, holding something like a bowl of healing in his hand. And he offered it to the man. The man came running out of the bed, after being bedfast, ran towards that place where Jesus was. He could not see him. He collected the ball and then he would give it back and say, I can't, I can't, I can't. Jesus kept on offering it to him over and over. He kept refusing it. I can't, I can't. Hallelujah. Praise God. I can't, I can't. Even if tons of people are praying for you, what you believe is very, very powerful. Hallelujah. Praise God. I can't, I can't. Jesus came there. Do you know God hears your prayers today in Jesus' name? Do you know that you have answers in Jesus' name? That whatever you ask the Father in Jesus' name, He will give it to you? Whatever you ask the Father in Jesus' name, He will give it to you. Hallelujah. What a promise. Preachers may not agree with what you are saying. Preachers may not believe what you are saying. But you need to believe for yourself. Whatever I ask the Father, in Jesus' name, He will give it. He will give it to me. Praise God. I'll have to leave that testimony hanging like that. We'll pick it up next time. What do you believe? If you pray, does Jesus hear you? Are you the righteousness of God? Do you have authority in the name of Jesus? Are you really a believer? Settle these things today. Let's worship him. We give you praise. 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 Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for your word is final authority. We have decided that Jesus is our great shepherd. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not lack. I shall not lack healing. I shall not lack finances. I shall not lack supply. Anything that heaven has, I will not lack. The Lord is my shepherd. He makes me to lie down in the green pastures. On that table, there is a cup. On that table, there is provision. It runs over. More than enough. More than enough. More than enough. That's my portion. That's my portion today. That's my portion today. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not lack. Hallelujah. Goodness and mercy. That's my portion. Surely, goodness and mercy. That's my portion. Goodness and mercy. That's my portion.
all the days of my life. <laughs> all the days of my life. Goodness and mercy. That's what the good shepherd has said about you. Hallelujah. Dare to believe Psalm 23. Act on it from today onwards. Hallelujah. If you'd like to give, this is a wonderful opportunity. In Jesus' name, amen. Praise the Lord. You are blessed. Thank you, team.